What a man! His first thought was for her protection. That was what she needed at the moment, a real-life protector. Someone to put a barrier between herself and Bryce. The fact he believed her without query or doubt was the most comforting aspect. The police had dismissed her complaints as out of hand. Even Naomi thought she was being oversensitive and dramatic, although she hadn't shared the whole story with her. But Lance seemed to trust her. Complete and utter trust from just a few emails. It takes someone special to do that. And his consideration about his condition. The fact that he wanted to be open and honest about it when such a thing must be so humiliating and humbling. A man who looked danger in the face every day and laughed at it. Now, to be brought low by such a terrible thing must be soul-destroying. But she knew that she could repay the protection and trust he had shown to her with love, support, and understanding. She got out of bed and poured herself a glass of cold water. She drank it down in one gulp, savoring the coldness as it slipped down to her stomach. A glance at the clock told her it was a little after 5 a.m., His flight would land at ten, and she would pick him up from the airport. After his reply to her proposal, a swift exchange of messages took place, with Lance saying he wouldn't feel happy about her safety until he was there. They had decided that, for the time being, he would stay at the motel over the road. Being under the same roof without being husband and wife was something that neither could contemplate. She would pay for his stay. Her father had left her comfortably wealthy. Although she and Naomi complained about her job, secretly she loved it. She didn't do it for the money, that much was for sure. It was what her father had given her in his will that enabled her to do as she wished on the employment front. She poured herself a second glass of water. She was thirsty tonight. It might have been the heat, or more likely the salty bacon wrapped around the chicken breast at Pascal's. As she was drinking, she heard a scratching on her front door. She froze. She listened, hoping that her lack of vision in the dark would spur her hearing senses to new levels. Then it came again, like fingernails on the door. No, not that. It was a key. Someone was out there trying to put a key in the lock, but failing. Sweat flowed down her spine. It was Bryce. It had to be. Drunk after his evening out. Somehow, he had gotten a key to her apartment, and now he was trying to drunkenly find the lock. Her heart rate quickened, and she grabbed the biggest knife she could out of the block. She held it close to her chest, waiting for him to enter. Her cell phone was in her bedroom on the bedside table, If she had been thinking clearly, she would have run in there, locked the door, and dialed 911. But fear and doubt caused people to make bad decisions. Instead, she walked towards the door, her knife clutched to her chest. Carol pressed her back to the wall alongside the door. When it opened, she would be hidden. Maybe she could slip out and shout for help. Maybe she could strike first. Maybe. But still, the door didn't open.
Bryce was banging around outside. She could hear his steps walk a little distance away and then return. Then the scratching started again. She suddenly made a decision. She would open the door and challenge him in the corridor. He wouldn't be expecting that. She'd shout the place down if she had to. It was a nice apartment building. People would be out of their doors in a flash. Plus, she had her knife. That would make him think twice about making any move against her. She peered through the hole, trying to make sense of what he was doing. But it was too dark to see anything that would help. All she could see was that he had changed from his suit to some sportswear with his hood over his head. He was trying his best not to be identified, she thought. Her heart raced quicker. What was that he was carrying? Some kind of knapsack? What was in there?